This episode is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash four orbs. There are over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. And if you like the four orbs because of the story and movement, an audiobook is perfect for you. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash four orbs. Sign up today. Last time on the Four Orbs. These guys are weird. They're a little strange. Well, yeah, they're frogmen. We signed up to, to fight in a war. We did? <laughs> did we? Well, I... Yeah, I ate another bug. What did you eat another bug for? In exchange for helping them win their civil war, they're gonna help us find the missing people. I like wars. When do we leave? Oh, no. So y'all didn't consult any of the rest of the group? Follow me up the street. About to be quick. They're headed this way. As large creatures begin to move through the marsh below, you see what looks like a crocodile with long legs standing high above the ground and antlers growing from its head, a fox as tall as a dorth with the tail and skin of a snake, and a large plant moving through the slimy water with mannerisms and movement like an octopus. You watch for about five minutes as a series of mutated living creatures venture northeast below the canopy you sit in. What in the name of the guardians is this? and you finally reach the top of this tree where the branches are just a little weaker than you feel comfortable. And at the very top, as you like peek above the canopy and you see the forest from above, you see these bridges going from tree to tree with platforms all around. See, if you just come up here, we can get past through the swamp without the creatures finding us. Did, did you build these? Well, the bullywugs did. Cross the bridge, it's breaking! Run. The twine breaks. Felomir, you're a little late and you fall. Ah. Astra, Keth, and Doroth, well, Doroth mostly because Keth, um, you fall. Finch, you are still holding on and you kind of even hang from one hand looking down. I'll probably climb up a little hectic, like screaming, blew the bub! The road bridge, it's gone. They fell. Well, I guess you're gonna help us with the Civil War now? Are you kidding me? <sighs> are you all right, fell in there? Yeah. Grayskins! The Grayskins are So coming. you turn quickly and look look behind you and you and all three of you see these two giant frogs with two grayskin bullywugs mounted on top of them with spears in hand. The, the spear flies and just like cuts through Keth's right arm. What oh. the <laughs> And you stab the halberd into the side of it and it falls down and just kind of looks at you and his eyes just kind of slowly start to close. I'll let out a beastie roar. I will too. <laughs> Everybody's doing it, I'm doing it. As the five of you with Balulabub rest after the fight with two mounted grayskins and a fall from the forest's high canopy, 
You question what you've gotten yourselves into with the Bullywugs as Palakula and Wuglite climb down from the tree and meet up with you all. This is not what I signed up for. I'm going to sit over here, alone, and get over my trauma of almost being swallowed. Just have a seat and stare into nothingness. Why did you stab me with a spear? Well, I didn't mean to. You hit me. Uh, look, I was aiming for one of the gray skins and I missed. You're you're a bad thrower. He goes and picks up his spear. He's like, I know I'm a bad thrower. And he throws it at a tree and just like misses completely. <laughs> don't throw your spear anymore, you stupid frog. Well, I couldn't really do anything from the tree without throwing it. <clears throat> I'm sorry, Kath. Just sit down. He walks over to you as you sit down. And, like, puts his, like, suction cup hands on your shoulder. <laughs> and he says, I'm sorry. I'm gonna walk over to Kess and be like, hey, you okay, buddy? You okay, uh, big guy? I guess. Alright. So, Valulabub, what, what exactly, how many things are we tr- having to fight here? Well, what do you mean? Just the Grayskins. How many Grayskins are there? Oh, Maybe about 300? But you said you could take them on, right? I don't think I said it in those words. H- how many green skins do we have? Well, there's about 200 of us, but maybe 170 are in prison. Where's that? We should get them out. Oh, well, it's in the Wulakula village. And where's that? Where the Wulakula clan is. Is that on our way? That's where we're going. Oh, well, that works out. Right? That's where we're going? Um, but where are the other ones? What other ones? The ones that aren't in prison. Well, they're, they're kind of scattered all over now. Like, you know how me, Wuglite, and Palakul are hanging out by that sack? Yes. Well, they're, they're also just kind of scattered. Well, how do we get them? Well, well I don't know. You you don't have like a, a war horn or something? What? No. What's what's a war horn? I'm not like, going to like like I I know there's a bullywug that has horns on his head. No, you, not you, not like that horn. Do do you have a horn? I'm gonna look at um. No. Uh, I mean, Palicle is technically a horn toad. No, not like that kind of horn. Like a horn that you you blow into. <laughs> I mimic the horn terribly. No, we won't have anything like that. <sighs> Do you have better bridges? Because, I mean, I, our friend here, he ate a bunch of bugs to try and ensure our safety with you so that we could all be friends and do this together. And you want us to help defeat these grayskins, which sounds like there's a lot, and most of us are now officially injured. Well, we can rest. How long until you get better? I may never overcome the trauma I endured. Well, are you saying you don't want to get back on the bridges? I'm hesitant. How long is it if we just walk on the ground? Well, I mean, just as long as the bridges, but then we might come across the monstrosities. And other skins, And maybe the vine people. Do the bridges get worse or better? I've never had a problem with any of them, so I, I, 
But you saw that we just had one, right? Well, yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't know who built that bridge, but whatever Bully Wolf did, didn't do a good job. I think we can all agree with you on that one. <laughs> and these these tree bridges will take us straight to the village? Yes. They go all over River's End. Well, how, how are you guys doing? I assume, can you give us like a, how their injuries look? Um, I think Astra is like half. So you're like... I'm 8 out of 12. Yeah, okay. So Astra looks pretty uh, out of it in the sense of she needs to, she needs like, she's fatigued mostly. Okay. Kath has, um, uh, I've lost 7 of 26. Kath seems fine. Uh, Doroth took some pretty heavy hits. Yeah, I'm in, in need of medical attention. He he needs to rest for probably a full day because he did heal himself, which sealed any wounds or anything. But uh, he could use some sleep. I have six out of seventeen. Thelamir is not looking good at all. Um, I'm fine. His 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 fall looks like is what took the most out of him. But nobody has any, looks like anything is broken. They're all just kind of scratched and bruised and fatigued looking. Yes. No one's like bleeding yes. out. No one's bleeding out. <laughs> okay. I think the people that had that took the hard falls, which were Astra and Felomir, have been both healed. Yeah. Okay. Well, Belilabub, um, we are not in any shape to move today at all anymore. We are we are we are here now. Well, this isn't a good place to rest. The monstrosities could come back back. Come back back. Is there anywhere close that we can get to? And, and again, take into account of my friends, they they cannot move very well anymore because they just fell. Let's say that's um it's about 150, 175 feet. It looks pretty pretty high up. Well, I mean, I know where one safe place is. We can go back up to the platform near the bridges. The monstrosities can't get us up there. Why are we going to climb back up there? I'm not going to climb back up there. We just fell from there. Well, why are we even, why are we even going to, why are your people even in prison? So pause for a second on you four. Astra. As the group continues to kind of discuss and figure out what's going on with this bully will get you, your vision turns to a bright white light. And shapes begin to fade in and out of your vision. And, and in the white light, you see a symbol begin to be drawn in black. Once the symbol is completely drawn, something begins to fade in behind the symbol as your vision pans out. And as everything comes into view, you see the boy that walked into Arendor on that foggy night with the symbol on his forehead standing in front of you in that white light. With a content stare into your eyes, he says with a monotone voice, Destruction is the answer. The balance is fire and ice. But the sisters must fall. Your vision comes back to, and the conversation between your companions had seemed to pause during the time you had this dream. And as you stare at them all standing still with mouths open mid-conversation, you blink, and they continue their conversation. What are they even present for? Tell me, bully, are we? Okay, look. Like, our skins. May have done something wrong. May have done what? Look, look the Greenskins killed Lulakula's Greenskin wife. And all must now be punished for their crimes. What, what, 
Why did you kill his wife? Well, uh, when they, when I say that Walden must now be punished, he's blaming every greenskin for one greenskin killing another greenskin. Well, which greenskin killed killed the oh, other? Oh, he's dead skin? now. Why did he kill? Um, jealousy. He thought the the girl bully lug should be his girl bully lug and not Lulukula's girl bully lug. All of this is over a girl. Well, yes. I can't believe this. I'm glad I wiped that bug off my forehead. I'm gonna pick myself up and start brushing myself off. Like, well, I'm going home. Go, going home? Well, well, but you made an oath. I made no such oath. Well, well, well little bub, you made an oath. And you have put us in danger. I'm gonna just start, like, looking around in circles. Which way would get, get uh, out of door, here? Door, door, just, just sit down, buddy. You, you are very hurt. Just, just rest. I can heal myself. Uh, oh... I'm sorry. I I thought that the cause wasn't important. He still wants to kill us all. Isn't that wrong? I didn't kill the green skin wife. She lied to us. I, it's not that I lied. You withheld truth. Is that a lie? Might as well be. He comes over to you, Finch. <laughs> <laughs> and he puts his hands on your chest. He's like, Whoa! Whoa! Oh my god. Okay, look. I guess withholding information is a lie, and I don't want to withhold any more information. So, the reason we Greenskins are really scared is because he really does have the power to kill us all now. You see, the sisters of Salamandal I told y'all about, they're evil now. They're evil now? Yeah, you see, they're the ones that are making all these monstrosities, and they're also controlling the vine people. The vine people. Yeah. Uh... And so, they've been causing a lot of havoc for us Bullywugs, but after Willakula made an oath to the sisters, they quit. So is like, friends with them now. Have you seen the vine people? Yes. So this Willakula can lead us to the sisters. Well, well see, Willakula has something like carved into his forehead now. And that's how he got his magic back. What? Carved into his forehead. Like some kind of symbol? Do you know it? No. The sisters gave it to him. And that's what's giving him his magic back. And he says he can teach all the other Grayskins their magic again too. Because, you know, we all had magic. But now that their Grayskins are going to get their magic back, they'll be able to defeat us with ease. It's just going to be a bullet with genocide. Well, what kind of magic can they can they do? Well, we have a lot of bullywug shamans that do a lot of healing and cursing and you know hexes and stuff. Mm. And then some of them, some of us have like some some special lift off, as we call it. And it gives us extremely high jumps. I mean, I can jump really high, but when you get the magic behind your foot. Oh, buddy, you could jump like a hundred feet in the air. No one will be doing anything if we don't rest. So, hold on. Tell, tell me about these sisters again. Well, they're the, they're the sisters of Salamandal. See, Salamandal used to be our guardian in River's End. He was friend of human and bullywug and crocodile and snakes and bugs. He was, he was the protector of us. And then he died. 
And so the sisters, his sisters were the ones that, you know, used to be our friends too, but after he died, they became real mean. How many of these sisters are there? Two. And the vine people report to them? They're controlled by them. Do you know where the vine people go when they start to retreat? That's where I was going to take you. Wait, they go, they go to Wulukuyo? No, they go to the sisters. Oh, you're taking us to the sisters? Well, I was going to take you to where the vine people go. And the vine people, the vine people go to the sisters. But in order to get to the sisters, we got to go to the Wulukuyo village. In order to go to the Wulukuyo village, you need, we don't need this war. Because if they see you, they're going to kill you. I mean, you saw that big frog eat Dorth. I mean, they've got even bigger ones. Wulukula rides on one, and it's the biggest one of them all. Balula, can you, um... My name is Balula, bub. Can you give us a minute and let us talk amongst ourselves? Sure. I, I mean, me, I, I need to get some food anyways. He hops 20 feet away from me and starts digging in. <laughs> and so does Palakul and Wuglite. Alright, guys, what are we... What are we doing here? I don't like these hoppy hops. I, I, I think they're... I at least think Balulabub is very trustworthy. I think he means well. They're obviously... Stupid? Eh, that's not the word that I would use, but yes. Um, they're simple. They're simple, a simple folk. Simple-minded folk. Um, Fat tongue. But they mean, they mean well, and I don't think they mean to put us in any danger, but we got to realize that we're getting ourselves into danger by being with them. Is this worth it? I'm not afraid of danger. Is this the only path to our destination? All of a sudden, Balulabub like falls into into place and says, "Look, there is another path." We were having a team meeting. Oh, but uh, continue, Balulabub. When I asked for privacy, that meant that you I'm sorry. weren't supposed <laughs> to listen. Wait, no, no, wait. Another another path, you say? Well, yeah, to the sisters. Without going through the village. Yes. You're fine with telling us this. Well, I, I won't go with you. Why? Well, the bull, the bullywugs don't go there. Why? Because it's scary. In what way? It's underground. You, you see, there used to be these old tombs centuries and centuries ago. And the old tombs lead to the north side of River's End, which is where we need to go from here. So, if you, I, I think that if you take care of the sisters, it might make Wulukula weak again. Or, if he's, you know, cursed or hexed by the sisters, then maybe he'll come out of it, and he'll be our friend again. I agree with, with what you're saying there. I think... If we take down these sisters. But the old tombs are very dangerous. How so? Well, I don't really know. I mean, the last bully that tried to go in there was like a long time ago. And he never came back out. Do they know why? Um, Dorth and Finch, give me history checks. I was about to say, I should know this song. If, if, like, if, if it's, you know, Seven. famous enough. Well, Dorth, you think you know what they're talking about. So what you know, or what it sounds like, is that these old tombs used to be the old 
tunnel that used to go from the north side of Rivers Inn to the south side. And it was like the easiest and quickest way to use for people that aren't good walking through a swamp. But centuries ago, after Rodana had attacked Televastral, they, the Lord of Rivers End, had turned that tunnel system into catacombs. Okay. And it's the catacombs of old lords and war heroes during that war with Rodana. But was there a song about the Bullywug? No. There's Damn it. You don't know the song about the Bullywug. If Have there I was seen one. or do I believe in the undead? You, or am I just like, don't. oh, a cemetery, whatever. You as Finch don't. Okay, so I don't, I'm just like, whatever, a bunch of dead bodies. Wait, but I never used it, though, right? No, you've never okay. used that tunnel system. So, you won't mind us just using it and not liberating your people? Possibly not liberating your well, people? Are you going to go to the sisters? To stop the sisters? Of course. Well, then that would help liberate the people, I think. What if it doesn't? Well, Finch says I lied to you about our oath, so I guess you'll be good to go. Aw, guys! <laughs> I'm going to, I want to, like, take a knee near Balulabub, okay. and I want to pick up a bug off the ground and extend my hand to him, and I want to say, come with us. I, I can't go into the tombs. You protect us, we'll protect you. I, I can't go into the tombs. I will meet you on the other side. I bet there's plenty of bugs in those tombs. No, no, I won't go into the tombs. Look, how how about this? Give me a persuasion check if you really want to try and convince me. I do, I, I do. But he seems very against it. Terrible. You have a 12. Four. Yeah, he's not going. Okay, look, how, how about this? There are other colored skins of Bullywug, right? Yes. How do they feel about this whole No Bullywug goes into the tombs. No, not about the tombs, about uh, the green skins being imprisoned. Oh. Um. Well, the brown skins, they they don't really care. They, they kind of just do their own thing. They don't even have, like, their own village. And then the blue skins, they... They, they they stay underwater, so this is an above-ground village, so they're not super into helping us either. Okay, look, how is is there any anyone that you could go to for possible assistance? Say, tell them we're going to take down these sisters. Okay. And if, you know, they want to help get the village back from Wulakula, you know, now would be the chance. Well... There is the yellow skins. They live near the coastal area. I don't talk to them much, but maybe if I go there and talk to them, they might come help. They might be interested. You should do that. And you should also look for those other green skins that aren't imprisoned. Okay. So I'll do that, and then I'll try and meet you on the other side? Sounds like a plan. How many, how many days would you say it should take us to get from one end to the other? Well, not in the tombs. It only takes about 12 hours. But if you're in the Thames, it might take a day. How long do you think it'll take you to round up the others? A day. I, I can send, see, Wuglite, Wuglite kind of looks at you and waves. 
I can send Wooglite to go look for the other green skins, and then me and Palakul can go to the coastal area and try and get the yellow skins on our side, and then while Palakul does his talking, because he's a real good talker, I can, well, after we start getting things going with them, I can go ahead and leave and come meet you guys, and then Palakul can lead them back to the Willakula clan, and Wooglite can get all the other green skins to meet up with us on at the Willakula village, and then I'll bring you guys back. Sounds like a perfect plan. All right. So, do we think we want to shoot for a day, or should we shoot for two days to be safe? I mean, I see no reason why we should... Okay. A day should be fine. A day should be fine. I mean, unless we run into trouble, there's no reason this tunnel shouldn't take us 12 hours. But aren't you going to fight the sisters? True. But you guys will be there for that. That's when we get out of the tunnel, right? They're not in the Willakula village. No no Bullywug's going to fight the sisters with you. Wait, are the sisters in the tunnel? No, they're on the other end of the tunnel. That's why I'll meet you on the other side so I can take you the rest of the way. And then I'll not go to the sisters with you. Sounds oh, like okay. a perfect okay. plan. I gotcha. Sounds good enough. So, so what should Palakul tell the yellow skins? Three days? Four days? A week? How, how about we just have a meeting point and y'all camp out until... That's a good idea, Astra. I'll set up a meeting point. And then, after the meeting point set, I can take you there after y'all defeat the sisters. Yes. Now, do you have a meeting point in mind, just in case we get separated and can't find each other? Um, yeah. There's, there's a really big tree on the northeast side of Riverend. And it, it's a big tree. Like, if you were to climb onto the canopy and look to the northeast, you'd see that tree. Okay, so the big tree. The big tree. The big tree. So, that's what we're doing? I think so. Alright, I'll lead the way. Well, how, wait, well, how far? I'm to make eye contact with everybody really quick. Like, is this... Is this what we're doing? Do we, should we rest first? I we will enter no tunnel until I'm rested. Oh. Well, you can rest at the tunnel. How far away is the it's tunnel? An, it's about an hour. We walk there, rest through the night, and then... Travel in the morning? I want to walk in the middle. Lead the way. All right. And uh, him, Palakul, and Wuglite hop into like the northwest direction. Hey, companions. Taking the time for a little mid-episode session here with you to kind of do some upkeep on the podcast. Things have been getting a little busy around here for me. As much as I want to pump out these episodes for you weekly, I'm starting to find it hard to balance my 8 to 5, play music with my band, and spend time with my wife. Not only that, but I feel like my production quality that I'm aiming for is impossible with such a tight schedule. And recently, that's been lacking for me. Now, I don't think I will ever get it perfect like I want it, but I do want to be able to give you a quality episode. One of the things I haven't been able to do with recent episodes is write new music for little interludes here and there. Don't know if you've noticed, but I've been recycling most of my compositions. So with all that said, we are switching to bi-weekly releases. It has been a hard decision to make, but I think it's best for me, the cast, and most importantly, you, the listener. Episodes will, be, will still be released on Thursdays just every other week. There's also been some issues with specific podcast apps not giving some people, tr- not giving some people trying to listen access. I'm working with developers of those apps to troubleshoot those issues out. 
If you hear someone not able to access the podcast, send them over to Twitter and have them message us. I'll look into it as soon as I can for them. If you haven't yet, head on over to iTunes Store and drop us a rating or review. It is so much fun to see and read the reviews from our listeners. You have no idea how I light up when I see one. And I also want to take some time to to say thank you to some of our supporters directly as well. We had a lot of assistance getting this podcast going. First off, to my old high school friend Jake Gordon for introducing me to the silly game and letting me play a Christian paladin because my mom told me the game was the devil and I, I had tried to do as best as I could to please my mom but still do what I wanted. So Jake Gordon, thank you. To my friends and family that pushed me to do this, thank you. To Aram Vartian for letting me ask question after question over a nine-month period about how all this podcast stuff works, thank you. To the local stores like Gamers and Geeks that have allowed me to advertise the podcast at their stores, thank you. To my cast for showing up to our game sessions regularly and never giving me shit for our schedule and being the best and for being the best players a DM could ask for, thank you. But most importantly, I want to thank Dee, my wife, for dealing with my spectrum of emotions producing this podcast. She has seen the stress levels go up and down over the past year. You're the best wife a man could ask for. Hi, I'm Drew. And I'm Landry. We're the hosts of You Simply Must. You Simply Must? What's that? It's a comedy podcast all about sharing things that we love with each other and sometimes with the guest. TV shows, food, games, movies, whatever. That's right. Think of it as Oprah's favorite things, but weekly and with more segments specifically designed to gaslight the other person. We release new episodes every Wednesday. You can find the show on iTunes or at yousimplymustpodcast.com. Hey, person hearing this ad, have you ever listened to our show? No. You You Simply simply must. Must! Well, another thing I wanted to introduce for our monthly mid-roll, I've actually got somebody in from our podcast into in the studio here with me. Got Keth, the Giant Slayer. Oh, hey, Dave. How are you doing? I'm, I'm doing good, Keth. It's nice to have you here with me. I, I don't ever really get to just hang out with you guys. It's always, you know, me telling you the horrible things that are happening. Yeah, no, it's kind of dark. But... We got we got a little fun segment here for you guys. See, we've we've introduced this new thing called Keth Reads Haikus, and we're gonna do it monthly on our monthly mid rolls. And so what's happened here is we have three users that have gone onto our Reddit account, our subreddit, and entered three haikus that they wanted to have read on the podcast. So this will be a permanent thing on this podcast. So in the future, if you want to get your haikus on the monthly mid roll to have Keth read them for you, say hello to your friend or family or something like that. Get on our subreddit and enter one. We will be voting on them monthly. We're going to go ahead and get started. Keth's going to read one of uh, the first haiku, which I believe you entered, Keth. Yeah, I did. Yeah, when did you learn to use Reddit, Keth? Well, you know, I like to get online and complain about politics and stuff. Yeah, Asus is a troubling place nowadays. It is. But let's go ahead and start with yours. You want to go ahead and read your haiku for us? Sure. See, I wrote this... When I was feeling really angry. An unbridled rage, destroying all that is here. They ate my food. Keth, that's only four syllables at the end. I don't think you did a very good job there. They ate all my food, god damn it. Oh, there you go, okay. (laughs) I'm a nork, I can't read well. (laughs) Well, we'll go ahead and move on to the next one, but... First, was it Dorothy that ate your food? Do I need to do something? Do I need to step in as your dungeon master? I think you should. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll maybe handle that next time. Let's move on to the next one. We have a user, Officer Rizzo, has entered a haiku for us. 
Officer Rizzo, I hope you don't arrest me for being too sexy. <laughs> Officer Rizzo has seemed to lean his haiku topic towards our untimely celebrity deaths in 2016. You want to go ahead and read this one for us? Sure. Heroes have fell, but there's help no one has asked of. Necronomicon. That's really dark. That is very dark. Necronomicon. I don't even, I don't know if those are in. I think we need to talk to Felomir about yeah, that. Let's get Felomir involved in that. But we got one more user. Uh, Tiafo1456 has entered a haiku as well for this month. Hmm. She says, or he says, I don't know, I'm assuming there. But they say, I made an account. Just to say, hello, four orbs. Guess I'll learn Reddit. That's a 575 right there if I've never seen one. 575. Do it live. All right, Kev. Well, thank you for joining me today for this. Thank hopefully, you for having me. Hopefully we'll have a couple more people next time. He says, all right, here it is. The entrance to the old tombs. Wait, so it's literally a hole in the ground. From like, what you can see right now, yes. I'll walk up to the edge. Okay. So as you get to the edge and look down, you look down from this 20-foot hole like in this 20-foot diameter hole, and you see about a 50-foot drop, and at the bottom is about a 100-foot diameter crystal clear blue pool, and it's actually got like a blue shine underneath from like coming from the center of it. Across the way from where you're standing is like a small shore that's about 20 square feet probably, and there's a big stone door hidden behind vines. How do we get down there, Pulubub? Well, you jump into the water. Yeah, we jump into the water. We do not jump into the water. That's a big jump. Water. Yeah. I used to do it all the time at home. It's fine. How how deep is the water? You jumped into holes like this all the time at home. Well, it wasn't necessarily a hole, but I jumped into bodies of water that were this far below me. I don't believe you. How deep is this water, Pulubub? Can we tell just by looking at it how deep it is? No, it's clear, so it's much, much more difficult to understand like how deep it really is. But Blue Above speaks up and says, "It's about yeah, it's deep. I mean, I can get completely underwater. How completely underwater? <laughs> is there a rock nearby? Like, like I can, I can swim down pretty far. Can you touch the bottom? Yeah. How long does it take you to touch the bottom?" I don't know. It's been a while since I've been down there. I, last time I was down there, I was just a child. Um, it's it's enough. I don't like this. I'm a big orc. Orcs, big orcs sink fast. And that big orc just fell real far. It, it's not as big a fall as the one that you fell from the tree on. <laughs> it was still a big fall. Look. For those at home that didn't get to see that reaction, when he said, <laughs> when he said, I can almost get all the way underwater, all, every single one of us was like, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> you just said that. You got this. I'm going to start preparing my gear for jumping into the water. Okay. Hey, not so, not so fast, Felomir. We're, we're, we're still going to stay up here for the night to get some rest. Why is some lovely oh, shore you, down there. You don't there. want to stay up here. Why not? It's just like where we were before. Monstrosities might find you. I have rope, but 
not going to lie to you, Keth. I think it probably is deep enough. Well, you jumping. Let's see. Ooh, a challenge. I'll jump in the wall. Like, as soon as my gear's ready, like, all right. Let's go. All right. And then I'll just jump into the water. What the fuck? He's doing Wait. it. <laughs> Give me a athletics check. Oh, my God. Ooh. Thought about jumping. 13. All right. So you jump out and you just kind of do like a toothpick thing. The water spreads out all around you semi safely. You take three damage. I'm going to go. I'm going to. I'm going to like stay over. underwater. Oh, yeah. Y'all. For a few seconds okay. just to scare him. Okay. So, yeah. He stays underwater for a few seconds. I'm really worried and, and like, he, oh, like, shit. And then he splashes upward and he's like not touching ground. See, I told you. How was it? It's very refreshing. <laughs> Out of game. You're a line sack of shit. <laughs> <laughs> then I'll swim over to the shore. All right. Well, he got lucky. Blue Lebubkin, would you guys at least care to stay with us down here for the night? Oh, no. We got to go get... We got to start moving to get to the yellow skins. Okay, you're right. Then... You're right. Well... I saw extend my hand. Give him a handshake and then jump in. You extend his hand, your hand towards him and he just looks at it. Are you giving me a bug? Spit in my hand. This is the way we do it. He looks at his hand and then like his tongue just rips out of his mouth and just hits the palm of his hand and comes back into his mouth and then he puts his hand out and you feel the suction cups yeah. on the back of your hand. Yeah, like I'll see you on the other side. Okay. And then I'll... Take my tumble in. All right, give me an athletics check. Eight. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I know. Six damage on the fall. These dice have been tapped, y'all. <laughs> mm. Finch jumps in but lands a little diagonally in his toothpick thing. And you see water splash backwards from him. And, uh, do I get to come back up out of water? You do come back up out of water. <laughs> Refreshing? Felomir's a liar. Be careful. It, uh, it feels okay. I told you, sir, just give me a rope, stupid. And I'm slowly, like, back myself on the shore. Do you have a rope? Yeah, I have a rope. <laughs> what the fuck? Hey, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna secure, make everything, make sure Oysterich is okay. Okay. Get my rope out and hand it to Keth. I didn't think rope was necessary. I was totally with you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't, I didn't want to lose my rope to a tree, but exactly. if I give it to Keth, exactly. and Keth is strong enough to, like, lower me down slowly so that I can just pull my rope. <laughs> so you're going to make him jump. <laughs> what? You're going to make him jump after lowering you down with the rope? Yeah. Like, here, well, lower me down with my rope, and then you can just figure it out yourself. <laughs> well, I mean. I, mean, I think it's a great idea. No, it's not bad. It's not bad for you, at least. Does everybody else have rope? No. No, and I'm not jumping in there either. I do, but like, I'm at the bottom now. Neither, none Just of Just jump. No one has convinced me to go, because I'm not going, by the way. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm playing by my floor. I'm not, I'm not doing it. I don't want to jump okay. down here. What's Ka your floor? Kath, can you tie this to a tree? Yeah, I can do that. You just should have given me this rope. I would have tied it up that they wouldn't have jumped down and got hurt. <laughs> 
What what uh what's this chart? Wait, what did you just we did, we, we chose dexterity. Yeah, a, a dexterity dex. save, not dex itself. So a save. That way you get your proficiency if you're good at it. So if I'm not if I'm not proficient, it's just you the number the dex save. Oh, okay. So uh, four. Four is the rope check. All right. <laughs> Stop. Rope has been tied. The rope has been successfully tied. Um, it looks so good, dude. Has it really? Can I tell that it's... Roleplay, Deidre. <laughs> Very <laughs> picturesque knot. What are you two doing? Uh, give me an investigation check to make sure that it's tied. Are you sure that's going to hold all of our weight? Nine. You think it's good. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. Here, here, here's a rope. I'm not jumping down there. No, you take the rope and you climb down there. How long? Oh, is the I guess rope? I could lower you down. How long is the rope? Oh, 50 foot. 50 feet? Yeah. That's not long enough. It's a 50 foot drop. Really? Yeah. yeah. Can we hear them from the bottom? Not really, okay. no. That's what I figured. You two are just sure. kind of like on the shore now, just looking up at them as they're like. He's <laughs> arguing. Do you want me to tie this rope around you or can you do it? I'll do it. Now the rope looks fine to me too, right? Yeah, it's like dangling like near the water and everything. No, I mean the knot. Oh. He... Do I remember the last time? Do I know about him doing a really shitty job last time? Who did it? Like, no, yes. it was just me and him. I think. Okay. Yeah, because you two was... like. Yeah, y'all. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, y'all. Yeah, were... we fell first. Yeah. Give me an investigation check to see if it's tied good, Doris. If you want to check it. Would I check it? What well, she checked it and said it was fine. I saw that, right? Yes. So I probably wouldn't. He probably not. Yeah. And I don't know anything about ropes. So, All right. Okay. It doesn't feel like my character would do that. Cool. That's good role playing. That is good role playing. <laughs> it sucks, though. I know it's about <laughs> right. to happen. That's what makes it, man. I love it. I'm just going to start tying the other end around his waist. Yeah, the bad things have to happen to entertain people. Oh, oh so that's okay. <laughs> gotcha. All right. I mean, not saying that something bad's surely going to happen here, but it was The a, potential for things to happen four. needs to be there. <laughs> all right, and we all need to be in the dark to a certain degree. So I'm going to prepare to repel or lower myself down. All right. Grumbling. I'm going to tie this rope going down this hole. Are you preparing your stuff for water as well? Alright, ladies and gentlemen, I have four health. If this goes wrong, I will be unconscious or dead. Not necessarily. I will, Dave. No, he took six damage. Well, I mean... He took three! You have three death checks, too, right? You do have three death checks. Look, if... Never mind. I'm, I'm just saying, if this goes, if this goes bad, I want y'all to remember me as I was. <laughs> and not as I would be splattered <laughs> across the whatever that is. How many instruments you got? A drum, a lute. I got a, a lute, an accordion, a pan flute, a drum. You're going to flood right to the top. It's a lot of wood. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's do this. All right, I'm going to grab uh, close to where he is, like five foot away from where he is. And... Okay. So you're going to like hold the rope as well? Yeah, I'm going to lower him down. Okay. Human pulley. All right, so give me, both of you give me athletics checks. Did you do a rope check for around his waist? No, I did not. Would you like that? Oh, are you doing it around his waist? Yeah, yeah. Tired. Okay. One end around his waist. Yeah, give me another rope check. Fourteen. That one's good. You can say Fourteen for a rope. Crit for my athletics. Okay. Athletics. Uh, 
hits. I got 16. Okay. So you lower the rope while uh, Doroth hangs on easily with the rope around him. With a frown on my face. <laughs> Just picture this like baby basically being <laughs> dropped in water for the yeah. first time. <laughs> Getting baptized. I don't like this at all. <laughs> so yeah, he lowers you all the way to the bottom and your feet like touch the water and then like you get waist deep and now you're just kind of floating there like on the rope i'm gonna look up and just give him a thumbs up he gives you a thumbs up okay give me the rope back I'm gonna I'm gonna tie the rope. all right so you're untying it or just like Un getting out of the loop yeah i have to untie it around okay. well i'm getting out of it by untying it okay so you untie it um and then you start swimming for sure. Give me an, an athletic check real quick. 20. You make it to shore. Uh-huh. And you sit down on your butt on the shore and just start, like, emptying water out of the loot. And, yeah. like, squeezing the water out of the accordion by playing it. <laughs> oh, man, I forgot my uh, 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 harmonica. Would have been perfect for that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. And, Kath, you get the rope back up to the top. Okay, now your turn. You want to tie it, or um, should I tie it? Uh, I'll tie it. You guys are taking a long time for this. <laughs> Shut up, little boy. <laughs> so, eight. Okay. Give me both athletics checks. Seventeen. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Goodness. Let's die. All right. So, Astra, as you, like, kind of start the rappel backwards and start to get yourself, as, like, your feet drop off of it, you see the rope just slip out of, like, Keth's hands, and it's just, like, going out of his hands extremely fast. Uh, Keth, give me a dexterity save. Twelve. And you grip tight, and you the rope catches in your hand, but you do take one damage and rope burn. Um, Astra, you like the rope stops about ten feet from the shore, and like the tug all around your waist just like squeezes and constricts you, doing and then like snaps, like the loop snaps that you tied, and you fall into the water from ten feet high back first and you take four damage from the fall and we saw this yes damn i'm gonna look down astra astra are you okay i have to laugh a little too i'm gonna <laughs> swim to the top and be like what did you do what happened the rope broke okay <laughs> so now you're like waiting in the water uh, i'm gonna try to get offshore as soon as possible and check on oystrich and just be like hurry up cats all right <laughs> So as you start swimming for the shore, like the map scroll that you keep, Oystritz in is like floating alongside you, like hanging from like the rope it ties onto you. And so like he, he seems okay probably, but you'll get to shore. And once you open up the scroll, you see he's in there just kind of chilling and with like a little bit of water in the tubing. Okay, I'm just going to pour it out and <laughs> hold him, just hold him for a little bit. You still have that thing with you? Yeah. Get rid of it! No, it's my pet. It's a pest. Well, I won't look at opinion. it. your opinion. All right, fantastic. 
Kev? I'm going to throw the rope in. Okay. And climb down. Okay. So you uh, give me another athletics check. Um, 24. Alright, so you easily just kind of one hand at a time, just lower yourself super quick, and uh, you get about five feet from the water and you just kind of let go and just kind of backflop into it, taking no damage. And uh, swim to shore. What about that? Hey, Balulabub! Hey! Oh. Yeah? Will you throw the rope down? Uh, sure. Uh, he walks over to, like, where the rope is, and you see him, like, quickly, like, in a pretty quick way, just kind of take the rope and hang it up, like, hold it above his head, like, that wasn't very tight! <laughs> no! <laughs> ah! Well, at least it worked! And he just kind of lets it go into, like, fall into the, the pool of water. Um, and then, like, he quickly, like, makes, like, a jerk move to the left, of, like, his left, and, like, pulls a spear around. And you see, like, the three of them kind of, like, look, like, bending, like, the, like, going from shoulder to shoulder, basically, trying to peek around something. And then they just hop away real fast. And as you watch, about ten seconds later, you see one of the crocodile monstrosities just run by the top of the hole. Oh, that, that was close. So now you're sitting on the shore in this crystal blue pool, and as night falls, this pool actually kind of shines throughout the entire cavern. It's illuminating the whole thing, and as you look around the whole cavern, you see little pieces of like stone embedded in the dirt all around the cavern just kind of lighting up the area. I'm going to look around. Beautiful. Take out my notepad and start writing some lyrics. <laughs> It's wet. My notepad? Your notepad is wet. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Uh, Temperature-wise, how are, how are we feeling? It's cool. Um, it's not, like, freezing or frigid. We're uh, probably pretty uncomfortable. You've kind of dried, off, dried off in the last 30 minutes or so as you kind of rested from falling and whatnot. People and, like, some of you are kind of standing around the shore looking around at things as others rest. Um... Is there any sort of wood or anything I think I can build a fire out of around here? No. There's vines. There's right. vines like kind of growing downward, but no like... They're all green though. Huh? Yeah. Um, I was going to try and build a fire, but I can't help but notice there is nothing to build a fire with down here. I know some of you guys have some abilities. Anybody work some magic here? You can warm up a little bit, dry up a little bit. Make some dinner. I'm going to cast Minor Illusion. <laughs> and create a campfire for us. Uh, you see, like, a campfire just kind of fade into existence in front of you, Finch. There you go. Fell in there! Oh my gosh! That was out of nowhere! So fast! I'm going to go right up to it and start... And uh. as you, like, put your hands near it, you notice there's no heat coming from it at all. I'm just going to get 
closer and closer to it. You put your hands in the fire and you feel nothing. <laughs> <laughs> what is this dark magic? It's a it's an illusion of a fire. Spit on it. <laughs> it doesn't go out. <laughs> Kick some dirt on it. It doesn't go out. Stupid failure does us no good. Not as a trick. We need a real fire. Anyway, we need something to put off some heat. Like I did what I can. What about you, Astra? Can you can you make a fire? No, I have a tinderbox though and some torches. So can I just like lay two torches and make a fire? <laughs> um, I think the torches are like broomstick size. Oh. But you can light a torch and stick, stick it in the ground and kind of put your hands around right. it. I guess. That'd be good I'll enough. just use one torch then. I'll do that. It, torch is reusable, though, right? Or no. Is a torch only good I think for they last use? for like an hour or something. Yeah, yeah, I don't think they're reusable. Like this, you could put more stuff on the end. Yeah, of the that, that's what I would. That's that's what I mean. Um, so like you could keep the stick, I guess, but you wouldn't keep the mm -hmm. stuff the that fuel burns and on the tinder yeah. on top. Yeah, no, I get that. So as you're kind of settling in on the shore. Specifically, probably Thelamir more than anything is investigating, like the door that's like hidden behind vines. Yeah. Um, some of you start seeing what he's doing, and y'all, like all of you, kind of start tearing down vines and ripping them off, like in front of the door. And once you get the door pretty much completely uncovered, you see a stone door within a stone archway, no handle, no hinges, and the door has in the top center of it a sun and below it a tree carved into the stone a riddle why didn't he tell us about the riddle hate riddles what could this mean maybe we get some sunlight on it and sprinkle some leaves on it give me investigation checks everybody if you're investigating the door, give me investigation checks. If you're not because you're like recouping or something like that, then don't. Three. Oh, no. Fourteen. Four. Fourteen. Thelamir, you kind of start looking around like on the sides of the door, like not the door itself. And like underneath some vines that y'all didn't tear down, you see this little metal pail, um, like a bucket, small and hold like a pint of whatever. And it's kind of like holding, like held like on a stone hook on the right side of the door. I'll point it out to everyone. Okay, I'm, something's going to click in my head and I'm going to look at the other side. Okay. On the opposite to where he is. Okay. And pull down some vines. Okay. So you pull Assuming down some vines on the left side. Trail. And you see like a small like stone thing sticking out of the ground. And it has like a small hole in it, about the size of a quarter. So, hey guys, I should probably tell you I had uh, another weird dream, but I wasn't asleep. Yeah, I remember the weird dream that I had. I do. Yeah. The dead hands in the castle doors or something, right? I'll pull out my piece of paper <laughs> and parchment that I wrote it down on. You see, you had another one, you say? Yeah, I, I didn't think it was relevant until now, but... um. You remember that, that little boy from the village? Definitely. The, yeah. The, yeah. Y'all know the little boy. Um, That's why I'm here. Yeah. So he appeared to me, and he told me 
that destruction is the key and that you must balance fire and ice and the sisters must fall. What in the hell does that mean? As I look up from my bedroll, which I'm already in, <laughs> going to sleep. That, that means we go and we destroy the sisters. Yeah, I, I can't say that I know what much else of that means, but yes, the sisters must die. Your bedroll is wet. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Dave's really giving it to you tonight. <laughs> but, so, I, anyways, it was kind of weird, but um, I, th- I think that the... I'm sorry, Dora's face right now is killing me. It's stupid. <laughs> no one else's shit got wet. My shit got wet. You, all right, your one thing got wet. Well, I had that one thing wet. What was that? What was that your tinderbox? Yeah, should I check my other stuff? Pretty much anyone that got in the water that didn't have things that float are wet. I float sometimes. <laughs> I so I you're float. saying that you should not be wet because you float. <laughs> So anyways, maybe the the door riddle might have something to do with balancing fire and ice since there's two something on on this side that that I just unveiled that looks like you might put a torch in it. So I might light a fire and put it in here and then on the other side is a pail and we could put ice in it. Can you make ice? I can cast ray of frost. <laughs> Try it. That sounds like a good idea. Oh, wait, wait, wait. We don't want to open this door before we rest. Who knows what's on the other side of there? It's also a good point. We'll do it in the morning. I would I'd bring it up. I think you're on to something, Astra. I, I do like that idea. It's a good plan. What, uh, what do you say the symbols were on the door? It's a sun at the top in the center, and then a tree at the bottom. Like, tree takes up like three quarters of the door. Like, it's a pretty deep carving in this stone door. Hmm. I'm going to uh, undo my bedroll. Okay. And start to get it. Stamp. I will as well. Same. All right. So everyone starts to kind of settle in to their damp bedrolls. You go to sleep. start to wake up the next morning to the sun rising and you're full hp yay wow not dead hey guys uh i know we're all just waking up but the door has that whole sun tree thing going on and i believe in probably about an hour to probably gonna have some sunlight on this door you guys haven't figured this out yet have you i wasn't trying want to try no i can't be bothered Okay, then. Well, you play a song to try and help us think or something. There will be no songs. I have I have not overcome my trauma. How about this? I will let you know when I'm finished. Okay, enjoy your damp bedroll. I will. Everybody's is pretty dry at this point. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty dry at this point, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> so there is a hole on one side. On the right side. Like propped up diagonal for something to go into it. And yes. then a bucket on a hook. Can the bucket be taken off of the yes. hook? Okay, I'm going to remove the bucket. Okay. What happens? Nothing. What do you guys think we do with this bucket? I think we do something with it. 
Probably. Can you, well, can you put ice in it? Well, I I can I can make a ray of of cold, but I don't. Maybe if we get some water from the the pool, and then then I could cast something on it, and maybe that would freeze it. So are you just gonna like shoot it at the pail? Yeah. Like the pail itself. And I can like angle it to the water. I'm just water. trying to make sure you're trying. Well, I'm just trying to understand what you're trying to do. So specific, Dave. <laughs> it's a puzzle. You got to be specific. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna angle it like above the water, like so that it goes into the pail. Okay, so you're gonna try to and make like the, the water. You're gonna try and make it arc into like the pail. I mean, how? how <laughs> where's the pail? Is it I mean, taller like than I am? Four feet higher, about four feet off the ground, because it's like grab it off the wall. Okay, so I'm above it. My hands are above it. So like you're gonna put I'm your hand like than a, it? yeah okay put my hand over it okay and then shoot it with a ray of frost yes okay does that make sense yeah okay <laughs> I want to be paying attention but try to pretend like I'm not paying attention <laughs> <laughs> like looking a little bit so you said four damage yeah do I add a spell bonus no. I, okay so you blast the water with a ray of frost and the water just kind of splashes completely out of the bucket and the pieces that like the droplets that do get out of the bucket like turn into like little snowflakes as they dissipate into the air and as you look into the pail you notice that you've cracked the pail as well and it's like split in half and kind of bending over a little bit but inside at the very bottom is like a two inch high like frozen water so ice okay now what do we do? I assume that my torch burned out overnight. Yes. Okay, I'll make a new torch and put it in the slot. Okay, so you light up a torch and you stick it into the hole on the other side and then you stare at the door and nothing happens. Is the light on the door yet from the sun? No. We getting close? Sure. You wait a little bit longer. The sun is now on the door. Anything else? Nothing happens. It's not working, guys. Maybe you guys aren't smart enough. For what are you trying? It's a suggestion. I'm going to cast Ray of Frost at the door. Okay. So you cast Ray of Frost and it just like splats against the door and pieces of ice just shred into, into the area and nothing happens. Walk up to the door. Okay. Try and push. You uh, lean against it and you push with your shoulder. Nothing budges. Try and pull. What are you going to pull on? Anything I can get my hands on. So you kind of just, you know, just finger grips and just see if I can get any sort of wiggle with the door at all. No. Not Maybe not even trying to pull, just... Thing. No wiggle. Knock on it. Can I... Is it sound hollow? Can I hear there is something... Does not like, sound hollow. Sounds like knocking on a boulder. Well, obviously they're not home. So maybe we should just... Go? How just, are we going to go what? anywhere? I, I didn't think that through. I'm going to check to make sure the ice hasn't melted. The ice is sort of melted, but there's still ice inside of it. I don't think the ice is the problem, Astra. I'm going to pull the torch out. Okay. And then just set it in the middle of us. Okay. <laughs> so now y'all are standing around a torch? I'm going to take the torch out of the ground and put it back in the door. <laughs> Okay, so who has an idea? What? I'm going to pick the bucket up. Okay. 
and look at it. Okay. You said it's cracked? Yeah, it's like cracked like from top to about two inches from the bottom. I'm going to turn it over and dump the ice out. Okay. I'll move this for a reason. I'm going to move the torch back. Put it back. I'm going to look at the hook, the hole Okay. And, and inspect it more. You stick your finger down the hole and it's just like a stone... Does the, does this hole go into the wall? No. So that it, I it's can... like if you took a brick and just shoved it diagonally upward into like a dirt wall, and then like one of the brick, like you know how bricks have holes in them, and like the hole was pointed up diagonally, like through it's the like a flag holder, like a flag holder. Yes. So I can see what comes out the other side. No, it goes all the way into the dirt. So the on the other side, it's in the wall. But okay. you stick yeah. your finger and you've reached the bottom. Were you going to do something with the bucket? Yeah. No. What would you like to do with the bucket? Fire? I'm gonna I'm gonna put some some dirt in it. Some dirt in some it. Some dirt in it. Okay. And then hang it back up there. Okay. And then put the torch back. Okay. See if that does anything. Nothing. I told you, I'll do it we need something to see how far back this goes. Uh, how far back what goes? Or maybe there's a, maybe there's a, a button on the other end. There's not a button. Look at this door. Where Both of you, stop. I have the solution. I'm just going to walk up to the door, put my arms on my hips, and just beat on it. Hello? Hello, we're here. Answer. I got nothing. Are you, are you done? This is how I've gotten into every single other door. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. Well, I guess I can't argue with that logic. If it works, it works. <laughs> but I want to. <laughs> okay, so let's let's think about this. Well, so- I think maybe it's a trap, like or like a trap, where you have pressure platforms, and you have to hit the button on this end, and then pull some weight on the hook. And then that will release the door. I don't think there's a hook or platform. Before we go with Kest's idea, can anyone detect magic? Yes, I can. Perhaps it's a magical door. Could you check? It is a magical door. I don't need to check. Okay, well then, Kest, your idea is ruled out. I'm sorry. I will cast detect magic. Okay, you cast detect magic. It is a magical door. And then give me an investigation check. Make it a perception. I'm sorry, perception check. 16. So like you're you're put, like pacing in front of the door. Everybody's kind of looking at the door, but you're having this detect magic sense about you at this point, and you kind of in frustration, kind of like stomp your foot in the ground, just not a little bit, not so that everyone notices. And you like pivot on your heel, then put your hand on your chin and like start moving your like mustache around, like pulling at the the ends of it. And you just look at the pool of water, and the pool of water has a faint glow about it as well. Hmm. It's peculiar. I'm going to walk over to it. Okay. You said the water is glowing? Yeah, there's like an aura coming off of the surface of the water. Hmm. Hey, Beastmaster, why don't you see if your little rat thing has any ideas? <laughs> don't bring Oystrich into this. Who? Oystrich. It has a name? Yeah, it's my pet. This isn't the time for your stupid jokes. Why must you be What's so going cynical, on? It's always time for my stupid jokes. Bellamere, have you found something? I'm working on it. I'm gonna fill the bucket up with water. Okay. And then dump it back out. Okay. And then fill it up again. Okay. Just sort of like 
playing alchemy with the pool yes. water. Okay. So yeah, you kind of pour it, like kneel down at the water. You just take the bucket and like dip it into the water, pour it out, like dip it again and like have your hand underneath the pour and like pour it on your hand. And you're seeing the aura of this water all around as you play with it. And even like even like as your hands damp from the water, you can see like a faint glow, but then it fades within seconds. This water is also magical. I'm going to try to stick my halberd into the door, in the hole. Okay. And just yeah, I'm just fucking around with this door. Okay. Uh, it's a quarter sized hole, so your halberd does not fit. does not fit inside. But that kinda, doesn't stop. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But you you do continue to just kind of like push your halberd against the stone. Is there or, just dirt everywhere? Yeah, you're like on a, like a. It's kind of sandish, but more dirt than sand. But but wait, so you said the door's magical. Yes. And you said the water's magical. Yes. What if we freeze the magical water in the bucket? We already did that. We just cast frost on the bucket. No, see, there was water in it. It was frozen. Was there it was, from there was, the pond? There, yes. yes. Oh, shit, never mind. What if we pour the water on the dirt? Is the sun still above us? Yes. It's almost noon at this point. I'm going to fill the bucket up and throw it on the door. All right. So you take the bucket of water. You walk up to the door and just kind of throw the water onto the door. And then the tree on the door starts to kind of have a blue glow all throughout it in the carving. Whoa. <gasps> I think I did something. It has, a- <laughs> <laughs> it has like the same like bluish glow color that the crystals of like the in the dirt walls all around the canyon had. The torch still the torch still lit, right? Yes, it is. I'm going to pick up the torch. I'm going to drop my halberd, pick up the torch, and then hit the sun with okay. the fire. You take the torch and you put it up against the wall in the sun, and then you hear a... And the door starts to lift up. I told you guys, I knew how to do this, and you didn't believe me. I just throw the torch into the pond and grab my halberd. <laughs> you throw the torch into the pond. <laughs> Yes. Hey, that was my torch. We might need that in here where we're going. I could see in the dark just fine. <laughs> grab my hour and start walking in. Everyone else walking in? Yeah. Finally! He's walking behind Kev. Suit up and get everything ready. Make sure everything's packed yeah. up yeah, while I leave anything behind. But yes, I'll, I will follow in suit. You all filter into the dark corridor of this tomb. And that's where we went tonight.